going to tell a story. What do you want to know? We're going to tell a story. What do you want to know? I'm going to tell you something you've never heard before. Just, Just sitting, sitting there talking, whiling away the time. Just talking, talking, whiling away the time. It's the Grandma Grandma Podcast, and we're doing fine. Uh, boat stories. Since it's now gone, we thought we would kind of reminisce some other other fun stories about the boat. Um. I just remember floating across the lake in quiet days, reading and playing games. Sometimes just dad and I would go out and do that. Sometimes the girls and whoever was around would go out and do that. Um, and we'd take long snacks and pull out that old table that belonged in the middle of the boat. And we'd have a good time just floating across the lake. Um, of course, we pulled lots of skiers. We talked about that the other day, all the skiing that we've done. But I especially remember Jay being a super skier. He would put a towel around his neck and put on some a mask of some sort, and he would call himself the super skier. He was a great skier. It was always fun to watch him. And I also remember Mark, especially with the trick skis. I might have said that before, but um, he was, he, I always liked watching Mark on the trick skis. But the worst days of the year were putting in and taking out the boat. I am terrible at figuring out how close you are, how far you are, when you should stop, when you should start. Dad would get annoyed, but I just found that the most stressful day of my life, and I didn't miss it one bit when Katie and Gary started doing it with their truck. That eased my life a lot. Uh, and Katie, of course, became the master driver of the boat in these last few years. She always knew a little spark, start it no matter what, um, and be patient with it and get it going good. Uh, one thing I remember a long time ago, or quite a time ago with that boat, was when I would be sitting out there looking at the lake and I'd see a couple of boats kind of get to the same place and then another one would come over and join them and then I would say oh they found the bluegills and sometimes I get my cane poles out and some pieces of night crawlers or night crawlers that I could break off a little piece on there sometimes Janet would come along if she was there and we'd go out and catch some bluegills and then get 10 or 10 or 15 of them and then they were as big as your hand or so sometimes a little bigger very nice we ate a lot of fish out there i, I cleaned a lot of fish scaled them and cleaned them and and and, and made, made fillets of their big sides usually very good fish big sides sometimes little side little sides grandma used to say if it was worth a bite it was worth cleaning i remember one time fishing with grandma um when Katie was just a little, it was like Dad said, we'd watch and see what all the boats gathered. It was one of those years that the fish, were, the fishing was really good and the bluegills were huge, bigger than your hand. And when they'd all gather, we'd take off out and find the same place they all were fishing. And one time we went with Grandma and of course, Grandma had all the gear she needed and it was raining. She had a raincoat on, the whole thing. And poor Katie was freezing to death. She's about four years old. Yeah, but she might've been three or four, probably four, yeah. And that was when we had the old wooden boat, and she'd climb underneath the, Katie, Grandma just said, well, just climb underneath that spot there, you'll be fine. And she climbed up underneath the, front, oh, the, the front. front of the boat, just to keep warm. She was crying, but Grandma said, you know, just be still, we're gonna catch more fish, it was a good fishing day. But we've talked about that day before. Grandma was a great fisherman, and she, 
she always filleted the fish, which everybody loved. And the fish was so good at the cottage. The other thing I remember is um, all the times we, we laid out in the boat at night and watched the stars, the falling stars, the meteorites. It was always fun to do that. It was always so peaceful out there and darker than here. So it was always fun to see how many stars, how many falling stars we'd see. And then, of course, uh, the times that the boys, uh, Brady and George especially, would go out and take the blankets, whatever blanket was handy, go down the pier, and they would lay out in the boat and talk for hours at night, the blankets wrapped around them. And then sometimes we even slept in the boat. That was always a fun thing to do. The one time I, we slept on Marge's boat, and uh, everybody abandoned me. I was woke up in the morning, I was all by myself. The kids had gone to the house. Well, sometimes uh, Brian liked to go uh, lay on the front of the boat there and look for turtles, but... Uh, uh, and then he, he he'd hop off the boat if he had to, but he'd prefer not to. So, but I guess I can't remember anything else. We did lots of things on the boat. It was a good old boat. Enjoyed it for twenty-two years. We I remember when you would take Brian over in the um, boat launch, that little circle there, and he and Sarah would spot turtles like nobody else. I was I was amazed how many turtles you'd bring home. And that one time we had a turtle race, and Brian had us. And all the lanes, and we had a turtle race. That was a fun thing to do. When Dad mentioned the cane poles, I just was thinking how they were always stored underneath, they probably still are, stored underneath the cottage on the side by gallows. You pull them all out. None of the other kids loved fishing with those cane poles, but Dad just could never understand it. And they're still there for someone to someday catch the biggest fish in the lake. <laughs> uh, one of the uh, things I remember most about the boat was... Uh, getting a, a good hot summer day, get a whole group of hot into the boat and drive it out to the middle there and throw the anchor in and swim and float around the, the boat and jump off the front there and try to touch bottom. And uh, everybody seemed to enjoy doing that. Well, first of all, we haven't talked for a long time, so we thought since we got rid of our happy boat yesterday, thought we'd talk about the boat today. Um, it's a sad day to get rid of our old boat. We've had it for 25 years. Brian was about 15 years old when we got it. Um, Jerry loves to tell the story when he went to Jim's Marina and bought it. But um, there are lots of happy memories with our boat. Way back when we first got it, we would take it around the lake slowly. We'd take it out at night, watch the fireworks from the middle of the lake. Um, just we'd take friends out for rides. I can remember Hazel, especially when she was just a little girl, she had on this lovely little um, tie-dyed hat that looked so cute on her, and she was singing to friends that were in the boat with us. She was standing in the front of the boat. I can still see her just singing away, her lovely little voice, making everybody so happy on the boat. Uh, I remember when we would go over by the Michaels, and they would have live music, and we'd have our, our um, noodles, and we'd dance on the the bow of the boat to the music that we could hear at the at the at Michael's um, and then dad would go into the next day will you tell about that when you went to the next day when uh, we went in, went in the next day after doing a lot of the dancing on the front there and and uh, we were sitting there for lunch and we start talking about the lake and and uh, the waitress said yeah yesterday evening after the band played that was outside 
we had people out on their boats dancing away like crazy and having a good time, and we laughed. It said that that was us, and uh, it 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 the, the waitress didn't have any idea that we were the ones that did that. Uh, Car Carol said it, and I have probably told everybody this before, but when we bought it, it was a little unusual. We had spent the whole day looking around for boats and didn't find anything we really wanted, even even thought a little bit about a pontoon, but Brian turned that off because he said, "If he, all you got is a pontoon, then I'm not coming out there. So, so we looked around, and then we got there that afternoon at Jim's, and we found this one, and it, it really fit everything we wanted. We really liked it. And so uh, it cost was about, it's around 30000 probably twenty nine forty five or something in that neighborhood. And I told Jim that, uh, yeah, we'll take this one. I said, I can write you a check and we can pick it up tomorrow. And he said, he laughed a little bit and he said, uh, he mentioned the guy's name. I didn't know him or anything, but he said, he ordered that two and a half months ago and it just came in. And so I, I just got to contact him and tell him it's here. And uh, I, he, he said, we can put you on the list. And I said, well, we're, we're going to get a boat that we're going to use right away uh, this spring. This was April, you know, and, and I said, we're, we're not going to wait two and a half months. Most of the summer's gone already with, with no boat. Yeah, and he said, I'm sorry, I got nothing that's ready to go. And he started to walk away. And I said, Jim, how about if I... Uh, add $2,000 to that, write you a check right now, and we'll pick it up tomorrow. And he said, no, I told you this was so-and-so's boat. I couldn't possibly do that. What would I possibly tell him after he's been waiting two and a half months? And he walked about six or seven steps away. He turned around and came up. You write the check right now? I said, yeah. And I, had, I wrote the check and gave it to him, and we picked it up the next day. You know, we always shared <clears throat> we shared boats at the cottage for many, many years. You probably have heard the stories about all the old boats we had. Started out with a wooden boat, which was really a nice boat, but it uh, found its demise when uh, some other party at the cottage decided to take it for a boat ride late at night, and it ended up in the bottom of the lake, over by the island, over by the um, by the park. Between the island and the park. Between the island and the park, and. Uh, the next morning, when Uncle Chuck called to tell Dad about it, he said, "Oh, for crumbs' sake!" <laughs> I can still hear him. It was early on a Sunday morning, and that was the biggest shock that Dad had, shocking words that Dad had to say about it. Then after that, we had um, the green pickle for a while. We had a red one. We had oh, a variety of boats, but it always seemed like whenever we'd come out to the cottage to, for our week, there'd be something wrong with the boat. They, whoever had the cottage before us would have had something happen to it and not get it fixed, and so we'd end up without using a boat for a while then too. And it's a surprise to, to you kids sometimes when I tell you that I used to pull you when you were water skiing as well. Uh, I can remember lots of times when dad would be at work and I'd be taking you and whoever else was there out um, skiing. It's amazing that I would do that, but I did. And then of course, uh, when I first tried skiing myself, I figured all you kids would ski, I certainly could learn how to ski as well. So I put on my seven life jackets, one around my neck, one around my waist, a little one, a big one, all kinds of them. So I had seven life jackets on. And uh, Dad took off, and I, I got up a little bit, but fell and ended up walking back to the, back to the shore because it was so shallow. <clears throat> so that way it was my experience with water skiing. All you kids learned to water ski, and you were great water skiers. Um, every summer, that's what you would be do spending your time doing. 
I remember when uh, Brady and Seth got into uh, tubing there, George. and and George. They, they were uh, always tubing all the time. And then I'd say, aren't you going to water ski? And they'd oh, we like the tubing. And they'd go on tubing, and they'd never get off the boat and run like crazy and burn up a lot of gas. And, burn, and, and after a few years, I said, you know, there's going to be no more tubing. We, we had uh, uh, something would go wrong with the boat at least once a summer. You have to haul it in and spend another 550 bucks or whatever it was to get it fixed. And uh, uh, I said the water skiing is easier on the boat than pulling the tubing. The two, two. So, so you guys both went water skiing. And I remember uh, not too long ago when both you and Brady came up. You know, you said, yeah. I remember when you stopped the, t the tubing. And we weren't too happy at that time, but then in water skiing, we really like water skiing a lot better, and uh, and we've enjoyed, you know, being getting good at it. And I said I knew you would, so that they then did a lot of uh, skiing all the time, and usually almost always two at two at a time. You preferred George and Brady preferred skiing together. Uh, you seem to have such a good good time laughing back there and. I'd love to, to spot for you, and uh, you just seem to be able to read each other's messages of when you would drop and when you would turn, and you're both excellent. Drop one ski. And drop one ski. Uh, you got to be such good skiers. Um, so I always love watching you ski. Uh, Dan loves to brag also that he skied until he was 75, he claims. I did. Uh, <laughs> he just barely get up and pull him a little ways, but you'd always say at least he got up until he was 75 years old. So uh, that was a, a goal that some of you had, but I don't think you reach it now because we're going to miss our dear boat. Every year we'd say one more year, and I'm afraid that the last, the last time was this year. We, we won't be skiing in our, with our boat anymore, I'm afraid. We always thought it was a really safe boat when we had all the kids when, when you were little and when our grandchildren were little. It was great to be able to, that I, I felt safe with you being in the boat. Well, you know, the boat de developed a lot of cracks in the vinyl covering on all those seats, and there's a lot of seats there on the side, the back, and so forth. And I started covering, pulling the cracks together and putting duct tape on it. That didn't work very good. In a, a few months, the duct tape was peeling off and everything, too. And then Carol found, uh, I think it was online or somewhere, a, a, a tape that was advertised to be so much better than duct tape. And she ordered and got it, and it really was. And uh, put that on, ripped off the duct tape and put that on, and it really looks better, and it stayed a lot longer. And she had ordered a, a second supply of that because it kept getting more of it wearing out. Uh, but overall, the boat was just just what we needed as a, a family boat. Uh, uh, everybody could enjoy it. And uh, so it was a good boat. Now we got to go through how do we get rid of it because, uh, you know, it, is, it, is, it isn't running again right now. That's when uh, Jane, I, I mean, Katie. Katie, Katie came and said uh, she thought maybe it was time to get rid of it because it's such a problem all the time. And so we did that. I mean, we did that. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> Talk about tape. There's every color of tape on that boat. And it's, it's basically tape rather than seat anymore. <laughs> it's a sight to behold. But it's still 
held us all, and I'm gonna yeah, miss. It's still tropical. I'm gonna miss that boat. We had a lot of fun with the boat. Um, we can think of any other boat stories that we had that were especially. Oh, I remember taking Brian skiing with uh, Mike Church a lot of times with with Joe, of course. You were a good skier. And, Went around the lake many, many times with your friends. All of you did. We're going to miss the old boat. Yep. Goodbye, boat. That's it for tonight. <laughs> Crazy. We're all done for today. Got some cards, Got some to, cards play. to play. We're all oh, done for today, got some cards to play. So much sharing and laughing, man, you know we sure can't stay. I hope you tell us what you've done. Cause I got someone who's come. Next we cannot say. But keep believing, we send, we send our love your way. way. So, so from Grandpa and Grandma, our story of the day. For listening, now come and say hi. You've got a home as long as I've got mine. Hey, Jerry, you can't, can't be any worse than mine. Oh my gosh.